guys, welcome to The Backup Plan. I'm one of your hosts, Hannah Ostapchuk, and I have a very special guest. As you can tell, we're in an entirely new set. Hello. <laughs> this is my one of my very best friends, and I never know how to introduce you. Like, you're my cousin, but you're also one of my best friends. Fam- family? Family? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I feel like it's family. <laughs> That's true. But do you say cousin? I call you cousin. Okay, so Pernu is married to my cousin it's like my mom's sister's son and they grew up right like across the street from us so mm-hmm. i'm really close to her and her husband and i'm so excited to have you on the podcast today Me too. Peyton was unavailable and so we um we upgraded no i'm kidding, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Ooh, love you Peyton. Peyton's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> um so to introduce purdue i like I literally went to her LinkedIn and looked at her exact title because I'm like, I have to perfect this. You're the founder of Diverse Education Consulting. Mm-hmm. And this is, it. you ensure representation and empowerment of women of the, the global majority through education, yes. which I just love. And you founded, like she founded that, she did that all herself. You also are a coach and just an educator for that, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, Pernu is also an education and training specialist where her mission is to increase inclusion in urban public schools. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to live in New York City. She worked at Success Academy. What did you teach at Success? Like everything, right? Oh my right? gosh. Every grade in elementary school, pre-K through fourth grade. My goodness. All the babies. Yeah. All, all different <laughs> ages. Uh, you studied at Harvard and you studied at UF. Mm-hmm. You're a boss. And oh. when I first met Pernu, she was in Jacksonville and you were working for uh, Dignity? Yeah, Dignity, Dignity you wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my gosh, that was like almost 11 years ago. I was actually looking at old photos of us and I saw like you and I oh have gone gosh. through every bad like fashion <laughs> stage together. I also feel like every stage of our eyebrows together. Pernu, I was just going to say that. Well, look how great they look no, now. Like, Thank they're, you. They're thick mm-hmm. and bushy like they're supposed oh, yeah. to be Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> Everybody wants these. I'm just you're my fellow unibrow. I know. We both were born with the unibrow. I, used to, I spent my whole life being like, I used to think that was the most tragic thing. Like I was like, nobody will know. Oh. And now I don't care. I'll, I'll shout it from the rooftops. Oh, I definitely still have that peach fuzz going on. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, oh, Yeah, sometimes time. I'm like, don't come too close. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for, for making time to do this. Of course. Cheers. Cheers. We're drinking wine. We're recording this on Saturday night. Mm, so I need my wine. Mm-hmm. I got a baby too, so. Yeah, she is. She's a new mommy. Mm-hmm. You're like a wife, a boss. Chugging. Just kidding. job <laughs> and a new mom. How old is Rowie now? She is 15 weeks and three days. Are you serious? I know. Oh my God, she's so stinking cute. She's so cute. She's so cute. I can't wait till she's like, she's going to run the world. Ah, we can only hope, right? No, she's going to, I for sure, she's going to run the world. (laughs) I know for sure. Um, So how was your weekend? So far, I know it's only Saturday night, but. So far it's been good. Um, Let's see, what exhilarating things have I done? I saw Granny. Oh yes. Shout out to Granny. Shout out to Granny. Um, I grabbed a drink with my husband, baby. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been kind of a low-key weekend Yeah. So do you far. guys have Valentine's Day plans? We do. Um, Polly is taking Rowie, me, and Pumps, all his girls. Um, oh, Pumps is their dog. Oh, the dog, Who yeah. Might <laughs> yeah. Guest appearance at some point. Yeah, I she might know. be running, jumping, yeah. just yeah. go with it. Um, we're just going to like do maybe just sit outside and mm-hmm. have a little walk. Go for brunch, maybe sit on out, sitting outside safely, yes. safe. yeah, <laughs> all safe. the things. Yeah, um, 
but nothing else really. I kind of want to go to Home Depot and just get some plants from my backyard. But so romantic. I know. That's how many years to. have y'all been married now? Three. 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 How three many have you been... Wait. Wait. 2017, 20... Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. And uh, how many years have you guys been dating? Ten. Uh, almost 11. Oh, okay. So Valentine's mm-hmm. Day is like, eh, no. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Know. I feel like Valentine's Day is only important for like the first like year or two. Wait, I definitely agree with that, but it's recently, yeah. I've kind of been like, so, <laughs> I've been a really great wife. And a really great mom. I'm, now I'm a really great mom. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? What, what's happening? Um, wait, but did you hear that comment of what Cardi B said? Wait, about on, Valentine's oh no. Valentine's Day? No, what'd she say? She was like, um, if, she, she said something about a man should, um, pay more for valentine's day than mm-hmm. than what the woman does so if he gets you flowers you get him grass or something like that oh my goodness no, you get him grass yeah i don't know it was i was just this read on it jimmy like, fallon no this is on people.com oh where i get all my news yeah, you were saying, you're like a big people fan that's hysterical it's like where i get my star tracks everything so if a man gets you coffee then you get him Grounds. Ah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. No, no, I don't That's know. That's actually really funny. I know. So I'm trying to think of like, how can I, I always think like, if even if you're in the beginning of a of like even talking, yeah. just do a little something for Valentine's Day because mm-hmm. every girl is like, like every girl wants that. Oh yeah, you know? and it doesn't even have to be big. It even like just a little sentimental thing. Yeah, just like something very sweet. Or a coffee. Yeah, or literally a, a that. donut. That, <laughs> Krispy Kreme, thank you, by the way, for bringing I know, those. I brought them over. <laughs> 24 miles to get to a Krispy Kreme. Yeah. I don't get it. I passed one today, yeah. and I was like, I am stopping. No. There's nothing going to stop me from doing that. They're so good. Um, well, good. I'm excited for... So by the time this podcast comes out, the cat will be out of the bag, but I have been setting up like a surprise showing of one of our best friends, Haley, <gasps> is in town. Yeah. And um, she it's... For our one of our other best friends, Kendra, who's turning thirty, she just wanted to make a surprise appearance. Kendra turns thirty on Monday. Oh my! And, is she in town? Yeah, she's in town. Oh my gosh! I know. And so we were gonna have like a little Galentine's yeah. tomorrow night on Sunday night for Valentine's Day, and then we're gonna celebrate Kendra's birthday on Monday. But as of this point right now, on Saturday night, Kendra has no idea that I picked up Haley from the airport this morning. <laughs> oh my god! I know. So I'm I'm really excited for that. We're gonna have like a good little. Just, you know, we're just going to go sit somewhere outside tomorrow night and then have dinner just like us four at her house on Monday. So it'll be perfect. I think it's so great how you have like such a close group of girlfriends that you've known forever. And, yeah. And you just, it just seems to like get better and better. I don't know. I just Thank think you. about, no, really. I just, every time I think about how you've literally had the same group of girlfriends for so long. In I that have. kind of relationship. I don't know how. <laughs> Sometimes we're like, I mean, how you do you do this? Cool. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we all, all, my best friends and I, we all met in like sixth grade. I actually met Kendra in first grade. And yeah, we've all just like, we've just been attached to the hip, really. I love and we that. all moved away from each other. But we like, you know, when you would go home for winter break after yeah. college and you would kind of lose touch with your friends, we just like never really lost touch. And I remember I even in college, that. we would like look at each other and we'd be like, okay, y'all are still the best. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I've that's met some amazing. Good people, but y'all are still the best. Um, 
But yeah, I feel like you've had such a good group of friends too. And Paul has all his friends. Yeah, your husband. He is he? I know. I, just, yeah. Yeah. I have to address that. I know. I know. I, like yeah. you and Forgot I talk, sitting here and talking to ourselves. Like, oh, like, your husband. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also like the, the person I grew up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, he. Yeah, he's had the same group of friends since middle school. Um, yeah, and then even George. Like, oh since, my gosh! Yeah, George. Yeah, since first Hi, grade George. or something. I know. If George mm-hmm. listens to this, like I get a gold medal. Oh my gosh. George, watch. <laughs> George, present me yeah. a um, Do you think, let's make a bet on like how much time it will take for Paul to jump in this episode. I say give it 10, 15. 10, 15 more 15, minutes. 15 more minutes. I think minutes. he's going to wait till like, I think he's going to wait like 30 minutes. Yeah. He's going to be like, I, I needed to get a bottle for the baby. Yeah, I needed to do something. Yeah, I exactly. I need, I, yeah. And then he's just going to come by and be like. And then he's going to be like, hey, my yeah. name is Dr. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You guys ever need any assistance? <laughs> I'm getting real doctor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, really. It's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so. The goods today are yeah. the stories. That, so the main stories we call the goods. You know this. And then everything else we call our particip- participation trophies, our yeah. participation awards. <laughs> um, I feel like today I only have two topics for the goods because they are so, mm. like, there's so much depth to these topics mm. that I feel like we got to get into it. Yeah. So the first one, we just watched it before we recorded this. Um, but breaking news as of today, as of Saturday, that Chris Harrison said that he will be taking a step back from mm. the Bachelor franchise. And right before we were supposed to be at Sega Sorry, I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm like, yeah. hi. <laughs> You're just right. kidding. No, no, it's okay. Um, so right before we started recording, Perny and I watched the interview with Rachel Lindsay and mm-hmm. Chris Harrison on Extra. The story goes, like, so far back. Like, I feel like for the past... 24 hours I've gone on my social media there's been nothing but apologies by the Mm. way there's been like I've seen like 12 apologies from this story alone wait really well so like from the same person over no from like different people it was like okay so all right let's just start from the beginning so so basically let me get comfortable shall I yeah (laughs) okay so I have you been watching this season I started watching it Mm -hmm. I saw like the first episode and then I was like it was getting a little hard for me to listen to some of the things that were happening on this show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, first episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean whatever. Yeah. I, um, I didn't watch Claire and Tasha's season, and I have not been tuning into this season. Mm. Um, but I'll still like you know just because I love pop culture, like I'll still keep up mm-hmm. with just like some things that happen now and then. Yeah. So. Um, I feel like I'm actually more on TikTok than I am on Instagram these days, and so I would see. You're on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Damn, yeah. I know. Wait, you gotta get. We, you I, gotta get on TikTok. But wait, but then I feel like the pressure to like do things. Like, do I? No. Do I, I do things? Do I, I spent? I spent like six months avoiding TikTok, and yeah. I was like boastful about how I was like, I'm the only one not on TikTok. But you oh. know what? It doesn't do anything if you're not on it. Like, you know. I feel cares? like you sent me a couple of things. Oh. Oh yeah. Um, when the um. The uh, Hindi songs were coming oh, out. Oh yes! And the girls were dancing, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need mm-hmm. to do." It. I'm gonna get yeah. away on that. No, you have to do it. And um, you and your mom should. There's like there's an Indian mom and daughter yeah. who get together and do these dances, and they they completely kill it. Like you and Mama Kumar should do it. It would be so cool. I wish you could see most recently. So my mom was in town last mm-hmm. week, 
and she has been dancing for Rohini. Are you serious? I, I have to show you videos, and she does, like, Indian dance. Oh, my goodness. And it is the cutest thing because it, like, lights Rohi's face oh. up. And my mom was like, I cannot wait to start teaching her how to do all the dance moves and stuff. And I'm like, wait, but what about me? Yeah, you never taught you, me. Yeah, you skipped the generation. Skip the generation. <laughs> like, why are you only talking to her in Hindi? Mm-hmm. And you completely missed me, but... Um, <laughs> But no, I like my mom has been starting to do all those dance moves and everything for her, so I'm trying to like jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. We'll get we'll get your TikTok going yeah. by then. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, be like five. Okay, so I saw on TikTok the first thing was that there is a contestant. Now it's confusing because uh, Chris Harrison essentially stepped down due to an interview that happened with him and Rachel Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay is a hosted extra. She was previously the Bachelorette. There's a contestant Rachel and there's host Rachel. Yes. Both of these people are named Rachel that are involved in this. Basically what happened is Chris Harrison appeared on an episode of Extra where him and host Rachel Mm -hmm. (laughs) were discussing the most previous episode of The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't supposed to be about contestant Rachel, but host Rachel saw the opportunity to bring it up at the end of the interview and thought, you know what, there's, I have a little, I saw a little bite, I took it, and this is a good opportunity. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she dove into the subject and she asked, I think I wrote this down, what are your thoughts about the allegations against Rachel, the contestant? Mm -hmm. And from there, you kind of could tell, and you just watched this interview, so it's, I know it's fresh, but you could tell that Chris Harrison was not planning to dive into this, and he kind of just it's one of those things where, like, as a journalist or as an interviewer, you're just sitting there and you're letting this person roll and rift, and you're thinking, just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Like, just keep going. Like, do you know we're live? Do you mm. know this is going somewhere? And um, Extra posted all, like, 13 minutes of this interview uncut because he also made a comment about how... Oh, so that was uncut? Yeah, that was uncut. About oh. how he he said, oh, I know you guys are going to chop it up or whatever. Because that's, I mean, and that is that's sometimes a privileged white man works. getting to say that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and that's sometimes how. Are we it getting into works. this? Or right. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, yeah. girl, go, go. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me just start all the way from the <laughs> This contestant named Rachel, I don't know anything about her. Again, I have not watching the show. Apparently, um, she's like a likable, normal girl. Like she's mm-hmm. like a pretty, a pretty girl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's, I guess, doing well on the show. Yeah, and. Doing well enough, by the way, that Chris Harrison would feel the need to defend her. So she must be, like, up there. Yeah. Right? Like one of the finals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Finalist? I mean, is that is this, like, basketball? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. She's in the top Yeah, four. yeah. So like, how, do you, how do you get it? Yeah, she's <laughs> making it all the way. So um, there was a viral TikTok, and this is why I brought up TikTok, because I'm really, like, connect, con- trying to connect the dots with, like, stay with me here. Yeah. I'm trying to make sense of this all. Okay. This is what happens if you don't watch the season and you're trying to like make sense of this. So there was a viral TikTok about how she bullied people. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the first things that came out. But it's like, you know, when you start these shows, so many people go on TikTok and they're like, this person was mean to me in Mm -hmm. middle school. Like, you don't really know how valid that is. Um, But I think this statement from what I can remember was that this girl was bullied for dating black guys by contestant Rachel and some of her friends at the time. And then... Since then, there's been some other things going on, some of which are that she liked a picture with two of her friends posing in front of a Confederate flag. Her friend group has been known to throw around the N-word on Twitter mm. and talk in American, African-American vernacular, use black emojis. They also, this is wild, they posted a photo 
with a black male dressed as a slave That's for a Halloween okay. party. I, I can't. What was I, he thinking also? I, yeah. Um, okay, so then it all came to a head. So there's just like a couple things that are like, oh, oh, oh my yeah. God. Um, a couple. Yeah. Like a little. Yeah. Right. And uh, whatever. So yeah. the it came to a head when sh- there were photos of contestant Rachel in these big ball gowns at a mm-hmm. Southern University, like sorority mm-hmm. party. Kappa Alpha yeah. something. I actually have no idea yeah. what it is. These photos were posted in 2018, and she attended an Old South party. Mm. Um, did they have those at UF? Yes. They did? Yeah. So they were banned in 2016, but these photos in 2018 obviously proved that... Sorry. I just heard what? a loud thought, and I was like, <laughs> did my husband drop the baby? Sorry. Paul. Sorry. Paul. I'm sorry. I didn't mean is to okay? That's like my heart just like... I just heard a drop. Sorry. Continue. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't apologize. Uh, if someone drops your baby, I think that would be way more did. important. Than sorry, he's such a wonderful husband. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what am I talking dad. about? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so it, it was banned in 2016. These photos came out in 2018 where she was at this Old South party. So it's mm. like an exclusive party. Like, it's like a highly coveted party. The fraternity that hosts this party is known to be... And this is like, you know, I grew up in South Florida. So many of my friends went to FSU or UF. I went to Syracuse, so like, I, I had no idea what this party was. Yeah, did, no, yeah, they didn't have that tradition. <laughs> um, so my friends were familiar with this, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. But this, apparently the fraternity that hosts these events is well known to be racist. They have Confederate flags throughout their fraternity. And mm. they host the event. The women sit on the lawn in these, like, ball gowns these old right. school ball gowns and they wait for the men to come up the men are in suspenders and horses and they horses? pick yes they come down with horses and this is again what i've heard <laughs> from my friends who went to fsu mm-hmm. um and they pick the girl that they want and it's just like a invite only like again an exclusive thing but i mean it it has it's like a plantation celebration like an antebellum plantation celebration it's insane and i kept thinking when i was listening to the description of this that I, I listened to Rachel Lindsay's episode of the Higher Learning with right. Van Lathan, which I completely recommend to listen to. I love that podcast from the beginning. But Van Lathan made a good point. He was like, would you go to a party that celebrated Germany in 1941? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So why is it okay that we have parties that celebrate the Old South? It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's I'm not like okay. already feeling a little bit heated right now know, just I'm about sorry. that. No, no, no. It's just... The fact that, one, that we're having this conversation right now about the the fact that these things are still happening today, Mm -hmm. but also the fact that, I mean, I I read a little bit about her apologies and, and just her statement around these kind of, you know, the pictures that came out and all of it, and I'm just... I'm so tired, just to your point, of, like, apologies. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of hearing apologies that don't have any substance to them or it feels like you have to do it because Mm -hmm. it's either a publicity thing or because you want people to sort of um believe you when you say you're 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 gonna change or you're gonna do better but like I want you to for me when reading those things as a woman of color a woman of the global majority my thing is wait but have you actually taken time to really understand the things that you've done Mm -hmm. or this party that you went to or you know the people who you may have mocked and and 
the oppression that these people have gone through. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even thinking about, I saw something about um, a picture of like Native American attire. Oh yeah. And my first thought was like, you made this apology, but do you even know mm-hmm. anything about the indigenous population yeah. and the things that you know the, the, this group of people have experienced and continue to experience in present day? Because I want you to understand that before you give me an apology about wanting to do better. Mm-hmm. So when I think about like even these pictures of being at a party and things of that nature, I haven't heard anything really sort of like I haven't really heard anything authentic coming out mm-hmm. about what was this experience that you you decided to to partake in. Yeah. Why did you do that? And and I don't even need to know really why, but like what actionable things are you going to do because mm-hmm. the apologies just seem so Left. I think the word ignorant is thrown around so much now. Mm. Like so many people say, oh, I'm so sorry. I was ignorant to mm-hmm. that. And I will say, I, I have so much respect for people who, who fumble and immediately catch it. Mm. Um, I don't know. You tell me, like, do you feel any better when someone catches it and is like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I think it's so hard because I think that when I've seen apologies come out, it's been by primarily white women Mm -hmm. who have the privilege of apologizing in society like Chris Harrison, giving them grace. Right. But then I think about, um, you know, women of color, if you make a mistake in the workforce or something like that, you're automatically taken out. Like Mm -hmm. you're, you know, I've, and I've had that experience before where it's become, well, she's being aggressive or she said something that was inappropriate or that was uncalled for. And it's almost like you are branded as the person that is causing problems. But why is it for white women Mm -hmm. that, yes, you've caught yourself saying something, but why is it that it's more easily forgiven? Right. like, that's like sort of the deeper issue. And for Mm -hmm. me and but then also you get to apologize and then the next, you know, two weeks later you're, and I'm thinking about celebrities right now, but then two weeks later you're getting a promotion, you're getting um, some sort of sponsorship, like right. you get to go about your day. Yeah, you get yeah. to go about your daily business, mm-hmm. but have you actually thought about like the actions that you've made that have truly hurt people for so many years, right. you know? I mean, I think, I know this is kind of getting deep, but um, I think about just these racist remarks and how it really is. Sorry, I'm getting a little... <laughs> no, no. Serious about this Oh stuff. my gosh, no. No, I just think that um, like racist remarks and that just um, showing signs of racism is, can, it is so painful and it is is it's a slow and painful death for people who have been oppressed for so mm-hmm. many years it's not like a, a a typical experience of like basically what i'm trying to say is like racism can cause murder mm-hmm. and the reason i say that and it's not like your typical type of murder but it's a slow and painful experience mm-hmm. because the mental health that people of color mm-hmm. go through and have to to have to suppress or 
not being able to come out with your feelings about certain situations because of these remarks. Like you get to say a remark and you get to go about your daily business, Mm -hmm. Rachel. But for what you've just said and what you've done, you've just caused triggering pain Mm -hmm. to people who've experienced this for a while. Sorry, I'm trying to get like all my thoughts together. No, it makes sense because you have Chris Harrison here who's telling Rachel Lindsay to give Rachel the contestant more grace. Right. But it's like, why? 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 Why does she deserve that grace, but Rachel Lindsay doesn't? Right. And, and I feel like black and brown people are never given the benefit of the doubt. Mm. But yet they're asked to be given the benefit of the doubt for white women who oh, have yeah. to apologize for something. Oh. And like, aren't aren't y'all just tired? No. Like, of apologies? Like, so many people have to make apologies. Oh, I'm, t- I'm tired of the apologies i'm also tired of the we're always talking about this or you're always talking about race or you're all you know Mm -hmm. like but that is because and i i say this from my own personal experience as a person of color but it's because that is so intrinsically um ingrained in my everyday experience Mm -hmm. from and clearly people don't know that yeah Yeah. (laughs) clearly people are not aware of that and they think they can just like run their mouths about what's right versus wrong oh yeah like good versus evil and it makes me even think about this idea no no like I think about this idea of also white fragility Mm -hmm. right so um, kind of off topic, but like I, th- I've been watching Southern Charm. Okay, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I haven't watched this season. Oh, okay. It it's actually really good. Yeah. I actually one of the um, I was about to say contestant. She's not a contestant. One of the cast members. Cast members. There Thank you. you. <laughs> like, what are they? Uh, um, her name's Leva. Okay. And she um is Persian, mm-hmm. and she's married to a black man, and they have the most beautiful, mm, just delicious um boy. <laughs> And, um, you know, I have been really into just, like, hearing her story and, in a way, just, like, seeing her on that show and being like, oh, my gosh, there's a person of color on this show. And she's talking about the things that, like, have sort of been going on in oh, my Charleston mind. Charleston yeah. is, like, I mean, it just has a that, that like, white, yuppie, cookie-cutter feel to it. And... That's what kind of what the show has been known to yeah. show off in oh, a way. Like, oh, yeah. They almost play that up. And, you know? and it's interesting because, don't get me wrong, I love Cameron. I love mm-hmm. her wit. I also love like just her talking about being a mom and yeah. working and all these things. I love like Naomi and, mm-hmm. and Chelsea and them. But to see um, a woman of color... And then they also... There were um, two black women also on the show as well. And... Just to see that and watch that show and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. I'm listening to her talk about her story as a person of color going through this experience. The reason I talk about it is because um, it's so interesting because she is so vocal about her experience and I was reading comments. I was just intrigued to see like how are people like responding to a woman of color on this show and I'm seeing so many comments about like, She's aggressive. She's a bully. No. She's doing this. You know, people said the same thing about Rachel Lindsay. During I, her season as The Bachelorette, really? she, was, she had been given the, the angry black woman. I, I, I like, cannot even deal yeah. with that. By the way, she's the most like even-keeled person. If you hear her in that interview, even-keeled? Did even I say keeled? that right? Even-keeled? Even keeled. Yeah. But what is even-keeled? 
Why? What's keeled? I don't know. I, 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 I'm like, I said it. Why even? Wait, no, even. Balanced, but I keeled. said it, and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's not part of my regular. Of senior banter with Peyton, and I was like, oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. She's, she's so well-spoken and poised, and... I hate to say this word, but she's graceful, okay? Yeah. And she doesn't have to give anyone grace because she's already full of it. Yeah. And um, so to say that she had the role of being an angry woman just because she she was dating 30 men and she wanted to play the game how she wanted to play it because she was in the lead role is, oh. is wild to me. But it is, it's that stereotype that black women just get. Well, and then, but then a white woman is seen as assertive. Right. Yeah. And, and so, and that's like the whole thing too. And and so this is what makes me think like she, so Leva is talking all about, you know, she's standing up for what she believes in and Mm -hmm. she's speaking to all of these things that, you know, Paul and I also talk about on a daily basis. And, but then, um, I hear, you know, these apologies from Rachel and Hannah, and I'm just thinking you you get grace from your fragility, from yeah. the, that white fragility movement or your white tears or, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to say I'm sorry and you get to move forward. Yeah. And yet when women of color, especially I think like in the celebrity business and mm-hmm. in entertainment, you know, when they are speaking up for what they believe in, like it's it's just like a very weird mm-hmm. dynamic in and it's I mean it's no surprise to me but I just I'm constantly thinking about that like if a person a woman of color cries it's seen as oh what is she and I've had this happen to me before what is she crying about now mm-hmm. or what is like what's happening or you know I thought she was stronger than this mm-hmm. and but then on the opposite side it's right. how can we support you how do we give her grace well yeah what did he say he said this poor girl yeah but he was saying it to rachel the person who was directly offended by contestant rachel's actions it's just i thought the whole thing and thank you by the way for sharing what you said you were like you said that all perfectly i have so many thoughts (laughs) and i just need to connect them (laughs) no that was perfect okay so what rachel Lindsay said happened after this episode was that or after this interview, was mm-hmm. that Chris Harrison called her and was like, okay, um, that was great. We agreed to disagree. Totally fine. Love you. Bye. Whatever. Then, you know, a couple hours pass. This starts to kind of, you know, gain traction. Everyone's yeah. looking at it. A bunch of eyeballs. People start reacting. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Harrison is like, uh-oh. Then calls Rachel Lindsay and says, you know what? I'm, I'm really sorry. Within the next, like, 12 hours, he apologizes to her. Directly. How and apologizes? then, oh, I <laughs> apologies. And then now. he released a public apology on his social media saying that he was out of line and he was ignorant and he will do better. And, and this kind of gets back to like my whole issue. And you and I have talked about this, especially last year, around, you know, just being able to say within an hour, a day, um, I was out of line and all of these things. But like, have you really done the work? Yeah. Like, are you are you going to do the work? Because just taking a diversity, equity, inclusion, anti-racism workshop and, and saying or, you know, reading up on an article about mm. like, oh, my privilege does not give you 
it, it, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Or reading a few books doesn't, doesn't, it's not enough, you mm-hmm. know? And so that's kind of like what it feels like to me is that a couple hours, people started to, to speak, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, I like, need to back. There's agents probably calling Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. Like, oh, no, I have to call Rachel and it, make this right. Exactly. Make it seem like I'm not the bad guy. Right. Whereas, like, unfortunately, his authenticity already showed yeah, in the worst way. Exactly. And so now I want to know what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> like, what actually are you going to do? Because, like I said, I just think that um, words mean nothing without, like, Mm-hmm. action but I also think that if you felt like you could just say agree to disagree mm-hmm. about an issue that is one has been talked about it's just now it's like in the spotlight mm-hmm. um and you you're not taking it I don't know if 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 you're just now starting to realize like you're in action then that's mm-hmm. already a problem right yeah um, so Rachel, the contestant, released an apology shortly after. Actually, you know what? The, wait, how many apologies have we talked about? No, exactly. I know, I'm just the, past, the past 24 yeah, yeah. hours, there's been like 12 apologies. Uh, okay, so this, this is what happened in order. Okay. Chris Harrison releases a statement after his interview went viral. He mm-hmm. apologizes. Mm-hmm. Then, I think it was like by chance, because I don't think contestant Rachel knew that Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay got into this and whatever. I think this, oh. this was probably already written and like needed to go out. Right. So... But whatever, the way timing worked, contestant Rachel releases a statement slash apology a couple hours later, which I will say I thought was well-written when I read it. Like, it put Chris Harrison's to shame. Uh. Just because she she um, discussed how annoying and frustrating it must be to keep reading these apologies, mm. and she it seemed to be authentic. Who knows who wrote mm. it? And I won't even, you know, yeah. make assumptions about whatever. Cause I'll never know. But um, <laughs> it was, it was well-written and it seemed to be sincere. The issue is that it's six weeks too late. Like the first, the first thing that came out was six weeks ago. Yes. Like right when the oh, show started in January. <laughs> oh, but I have a question. So it just came out six weeks ago, but this was filmed. But so, did they not know this when they were like filming? No, no. So, How, so filming, don't they do their research? No, I don't think they. Do, I, don't I don't know if they do their research like that. Um, like, I don't know if they look I mean, on look Instagram. At, yeah, but, yeah <laughs> sorry, right. Just get a look on Instagram. Sorry, but yeah. I so I have to say, like from my perspective, if something happened where I was accused of, uh, like a racist act. I would be like angry. Like I would mm-hmm. come to my defense quickly and like I you know, I not saying like I wasn't wrong, but I would like quickly try to discuss the mm. issue and make it a discussion about a discussion. like what what was that and what right. did this mean to you and how did mm-hmm. you know just it should be a discussion. It oh. should be something that people feel like they have to address immediately Mm -hmm. and the longer you wait the worse it gets right and I think to that point too and it makes me think of so last summer I like had a couple of people send me text messages Mm -hmm. um from like school systems that I've worked at where we've sort of like butthead primarily Mm -hmm. white women and is this after the George Floyd 
Um, yes, yes, right after. after like the and, court of it all. Yeah, yeah, and we're apologizing and sending apologies of like things that have happened in the past and um and for me it's like to the point of I don't I don't want to hear an apology. I want I want to I want to I want you to be open to a discussion. Mm-hmm. Whether or not I'm ready to have the discussion right now here and there um and especially during that time like yeah. I don't want to talk about right. it. Um I don't want to resurface like mental health, mm-hmm. you know, things that have happened in the past, but like discussion mm-hmm. saying um if you are open to a discussion yeah can we please talk or but just saying I'm sorry for mm-hmm. what I've done or I'm sorry for this it's like are you saying it just because yeah of the times or are you actually reflecting right on and you saying it because you have to say yeah, it and you exactly. feel like you have to say it now yeah so that's kind of where I am with her you know six weeks later and and all of that Mm -hmm. just uh, it may have been a well-written apology but I don't like doesn't matter yeah yeah I I just I just just do what you need to do right to to do better (laughs) yeah better to be better exactly no no you can say that yeah yeah or apologize yeah you can say like I promise do better better. Yeah. yeah Um, just like do it. Don't yeah. even say it. Just yeah, like, just do, do it. it. Exactly. Right. So, okay. So we had Chris Harrison's apology. Then we had contestant Rachel's apology. Then after that, all the female contestants of this most recent season release a joint statement. Was it, um, contestants? I think I read a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. BIPOC? Yes. Contestants. Yes. Okay. But... Or was it all? Everyone posted it. Oh. Actually, you know what? I don't know who most of these women are. Oh. Um, but a friend of mine told me that it was it was like, it, it was most of them. Okay. Most of the women posted it. Okay. And then the same thing happened with all of the male contestants of the most recent season of The Bachelorette, meaning Claire and Tasha's Bachelorette season mm. also released a joint statement. When I saw that, for me, like, there is empowerment Mm -hmm. and knowing that you are not the only one who is going through an experience um I don't know about the I didn't know about the male contestants and was I don't I don't know if the male contestants were the ones who identified as BIPOC or if it was all okay yeah well they they were the ones who wrote it and again I believe everyone like kind of everyone posted it okay I don't oh like kind of like allyship yeah okay so I for me um I think that for me that would feel incredibly empowering Mm -hmm. because I think for so long um people of color your voice is suppressed or Mm -hmm. your um ability to speak up and I'm I don't know about like the entertainment space I can only sort of relate back to my educational experience um oftentimes um you sort of speak with other people of color Mm -hmm. like I was part of an educators of color group and we talked about just the hardships that we were experiencing Mm -hmm. every single day in the school building and it felt like such an empowering space but I think being able to share that and find solidarity in it from so many people I don't think it was like this is the right time I think it was probably um I feel empowered. I'm done with assimilating to a certain type of culture. I have people who will have my back because I think that's one of the other harder things is like 
you know, I could talk about all of these things in my workspace, Mm -hmm. but oftentimes I've always felt so alone that it has affected my mental health severely and I take it home with me and Mm -hmm. I'm alone in my feelings. I talk to my husband about it, but I feel very alone in those feelings. And I think the fact that the, you know, these contestants were able to come together and to even have a safe space and still we're trying to figure out like what does safe space actually mean, but to be able to have a, a, a place where you feel connected to someone else and mm-hmm. unfortunately it has to be through a negative experience mm-hmm. but to know that you've experienced this too mm-hmm. i've experienced this like because when you're alone it can become so consuming that you either assimilate or you just you question your worth mm-hmm. i mean i think about even just like living in in Jupiter sometimes Mm -hmm. and being a person of color and like in my house there are images of people of color Mm -hmm. everywhere because sometimes it gets very lonely and that's like my way of feeling like empowered but when you I I, I say this because I I imagine or in, in my experience I imagine like this you know these contestants come together and they're like mm-hmm. we find solidarity yeah. and and we're here to support Rachel Lindsay mm-hmm. or we're here to support this movement and we are empowered to do that because right. we are in a group together yeah. I don't know if that no kind of addresses absolutely it, you know? and I think I think it's great that they that they address the situation and mm-hmm. said you know we have your like we see yeah. you we have your back right we're here um I think that I think that part of this is great I just the whole thing is just like there's so many layers of I think the biggest the biggest thing is when you talked about how triggering this is directly to people of the global majorities their mental health Mm -hmm. um and how you said that that you know like racism equals death for that reason like it is a it is like a deep issue and it's something that you take home and you carry with you and so People like Chris Harrison need to understand mm-hmm. how deeply they affect mm-hmm. people in the community. Oh, absolutely. Before they say it. <laughs> like, before they say it, not after the fact. Like, I think the problem is, again, it's like this all comes back to privilege, yeah. but I, the problem is the level of comfort oh, that people of power comfort. have with, like, Chris Harrison was just. He was just chilling with yeah. his, you know, with his friend, Rachel Lindsay, who he's done a thousand interviews right. with and feels totally comfortable and is like, ah, Rachel knows I'm not racist. So let me say, let me say all of this. Not racist, but not racist doesn't mean anti-racist. Yes, <laughs> like, right. You know. Well, also like not racist doesn't mean like just like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like you're just, that he's too. just running his mouth. Right. Like he's just, he's just being an idiot. Um. And I think I I think it's a classic thing. I said this before, like as it from a journalist perspective, when somebody is just sitting there, running their mouth, and you're like, oh no, like do they know that we're live? Yeah. Do they know that I'm rolling this? And you almost want to warn them, but you're like, nah, I'm gonna just let them like, oh, I'm just gonna let them do whatever it is that they're doing, you know. And what makes me upset is thinking like, just the idea of power, privilege, and influence. Yeah, you know, like he yeah. has so much influence. Because he's been with this franchise for so long, mm-hmm. and you know he's just in the in the spotlight. Yeah, right. you know it, it. It's 
10 times harder for people of the global majority mm-hmm. to even step into those spaces. By the way, can, can you, I, I love the term people of the global majority. Yeah. Can you explain that to people? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, people of the global majority also refers to people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my dear friends and sisters, Bayon Coleman, hey, Bayon. Um, <laughs> she is one of my sisters who lives out in Seattle when I was teaching and, and, and working out there. Incredible educator. Um, we had many conversations around the fact that the world is now, um, I mean, it has been made up of what people have said the minority are actually the majority mm-hmm. so people of different ethnicities um just all around the world and so we actually make up the majority and i think when we say global majority we take our power back that mm-hmm. has been taken away from us and so um i try not to use the word minority either because it sort of also denotes this idea mm-hmm. of feeling oppressed less than less than yeah, yeah exactly especially to a child when you think of a yeah. classroom of children and you have to explain to someone or they just hear the word like minority oh mm-hmm. I identify as a minority mm-hmm. what does that do to their self-worth like right. what does that do to their their mental health oh exactly and so when I heard you start saying global majority yeah. I was like oh my god I told my dad about it yeah. my dad says it all the time now yeah um, I know <laughs> I think so um but yeah I think it's such an empowering term and I would definitely encourage people to just just change it. Mm-hmm. Change it from minority mm-hmm. to global majority. Yeah. Because it is. It's more empowering and it just shows. The power that we've always had. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Minority is so like, it's a bad word. Yeah. It's a bad it's, word. Yeah. I agree. All right. We're back. We have more wine and we are moving yes. on. We're moving on. I know. <laughs> we're done with Bachelor content. Until I come right back to it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm done talking about Bachelor. <laughs> okay. So. Another apology that we heard this week was that um, none other than just kidding. Um was from none other than Justin Timberlake. Now Peyton and I really dove into the framing Britney Spears doc because I had just watched it. Oh my gosh. Um, again, if you've never seen it, I've been talking about this all week, but I really recommend that you watch the interview with Diane Sawyer in two thousand three. I posted it on my YouTube. Did you watch it? Paul and I were watching it this morning. Isn't it horrid? I was like No, it's horrid. I don't even I, I immediately got onto my phone and I was like all right, Diane Sawyer coming after you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. You're like leaving your yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, who do you think you yeah. are? But I didn't even, it's been so long. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that interview had been out. Sorry. Oh, I Continue. know. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's so bad. It's um, terrible. It's distasteful. It's a bad rep for, like, journalists. Oh, and my gosh. For some reason, that was the time. Like, that was what was happening. Like, we were kind of shaming women for... Mm expressing themselves sexually mm-hmm. at that time and I know Britney Spears was like kind of one of the pioneers to do that but also like so was Madonna there were a lot of people who were right who were like just trying to I don't know they were just doing what they wanted to yeah. do like if she wanted to show some skin go for it but there was an interview I saw of Rosie O'Donnell in like 2004 saying like you have to cover up like you're being you know it's are embarrassing like Rosie O'Donnell was saying that yes to her like all these little kids are watching you and you look like that please never wear that dress again I was horrified like stuff like that anyway so isn't that crazy pretty that much was like, like 10 years ago oh I know it's terrible so whenever somebody says like 1995 I'm like oh like 10 years ago what are you talking about like Wait. I think it's all like two years ago did you also like while you were watching Framing Britney Paul and I were like wait 
that that's what TV looked like in 2007. Oh, yeah. Why does it look like 1985? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I want to be on TV then. Yeah. But Uh I mean, not for the level of discussion and not for the tone. But yeah, so like I look a little airbrushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like that, everyone goes for that grainy filter on Instagram now. So it's like a little rougher. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking of Zoom calls. And do you know there's like a a filter now where it can like. Wait, you know, I found that. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, how long have I had this off? Oh, no. (laughs) I just realized that. And I was like, whoop. Oh, so man, my, yeah. my my bags, my face looks. A we need that stupid. for everything yeah. in life. Like every oh camera God. should come with a filter. I should just have a, like a screen filter walking yeah. around everywhere. Actually, mm-hmm. maybe we should do the opposite and just like cut every filter. That's actually what we should do. It's uh-huh. Like no filter. I've been trying to do on Instagram. Like whenever yeah. I talk to the camera, I try so hard to talk without a filter. Mm. And some days I'm just like. Lord, I tried. <laughs> and I have to just, I have to put this filter on because like nobody will want to see me. Uh, but um, no, but do you false. know what I mean? I hear you though. I yeah. hate it. Anyways, yeah. it's this, go, okay, so going back to Britney Spears, the apology Justin Timberlake release. Talk about, we were talking about the Bachelor ones being Sorry, late. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Perk up Pernu because no, you, you feel, oh yeah. So the Bachelor ones were too late, but Justin Timberlake's was like 12 years too late. I mean, I, I didn't believe it. Yeah, I didn't believe it. Okay, so... This what is, about you? No? Do you, I, I, to be honest, I didn't even read it. Yeah. You I, know what? I don't care. Do better. I'm just kidding. Do better. <laughs> do better. Yeah. Um, okay, here's what he said. According to CNN, in a statement posted to his Instagram account on Friday, Justin Timberlake issued an apology to both Britney Spears and Janet Jackson for missteps that he says contributed to, quote, a system that condones misogyny and racism. He said in part, quote, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. In his statement, he did not offer specific examples of the actions he regrets, but he did say that he specifically wants to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson individually. Janet Jackson did say... Thank you to some degree. I saw. I don't she even know did? on what platform, but she. I think she said in, in an interview that she was thankful that he did that. Britney Spears, as we know, is not saying anything. Yeah. And um, like, cry me a river, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. That's how I feel. That's like I'm just good. like, just I. I think I spent my whole life putting Justin Timberlake on a pedestal. Paul would agree. Like our whole lives were spent with us, like just glorifying in sync and everything mm-hmm. that they did. I'm also. Right? Yeah. Were you in sync or back to your boys? I was in sync, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I know. Um, Maybe BFFs. <laughs> he went to space. Like, he's arguably the most yeah. successful one. Do you know what I mean? Lance went to space? He, no, Lance Bass went to space. Guys, that makes him the most successful one. Like, he... he it was definitely wasn't JC. <laughs> yeah, it was Sorry, JC. I just remember the bird out. Do you remember he had his, Yo, like, yeah. first single with, with like, the, the feather? Yeah, the yeah. feather thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember the song. Though. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I did love Joey Fatone. Oh. I loved him. He was on my Big Fat Greek Wedding, and I don't know what happened after He that. was? Yeah. God, I need to catch He that. played one of the cousins. What about... What's the other one? Chris. Chris... Chris was it Kilpatrick? Kirkpatrick? I don't know. Fitzpatrick? With the with the black and white yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was wild. He was so wild. Um, he had, like, what was it? it was funny growing up though, because it really was like, like Backstreet Boys are in sync. Like you yeah. had to choose one. Like it was like um, like Biggie or Tupac. Like Bloods or Crips. Like you had to choose one. You know? Like <laughs> it's you funny because it's like in sync or Backstreet, and then ninety eight degrees. Mm. 
Ninety Degrees was like you could listen to their one. Yeah, record. yeah, yeah. I and guess then so. once Nick started dating Jessica, you were like, oh, I like them now. Yeah, like, who, Ninety Eight Degrees. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, Newlyweds. Uh-huh. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> okay. So I can talk. We're like going down a rabbit hole. Um, I don't really, I don't really care about Justin Timberlake's apology. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I don't care either. It's just like late, and the, I think a lot of people question why he even had to apologize, and mm-hmm. like just look at his career and look at Janet Jackson's. Who pulled, who pulled the piece of clothing off? Exactly. Not Janet. Exactly. And, and who, but who experienced the backlash? From yeah. It? Who, who's not in the spotlight anymore? Yeah. Exactly. Janet Jackson. Yeah. But yeah, Justin Timberlake. I used to think he was all that, and now I'm like. Mm. I think after that stuff with Jessica Biel, is that, that's what exactly what I was going to When do you ever? Pretty, I hold agree. My hand, hold my hand. <laughs> yeah. How awkward is this? Do you ever? Do but you it wasn't just. Someone? It wasn't just that. It was like hand on knee, two no. hands. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's also, a bachelor. That's a bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was those pictures, and then he just got to put a statement out, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he's he's fine. He's fine. Are you talking about Would the same you, thing I'm talking about? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever be able to... I mean, you're already married, so this is like a... But would you ever be able to marry into a situation where you knew that it was possible that your man would cheat, but you still would be his wife? Hell no. I know. And I, sometimes I want to be like... I'm crazy. I feel like I... <laughs> well, same. I feel like I always hear of stories about people, like celebrities who are in these situations where the man is unfaithful. Like, we just talked about A-Rod and J-Lo, and... J Lo's got to know. Do you think Madison? Yes, no. It's. I think it's a hundred percent real, and I think that that I actually we need to talk about could say like off the record that there are there are people that there's people that I know who have been in talks with A Rod. Like there, there just are people. Really? There are, yeah, and there. It's like you know, girls have this. I went off about this on last week's episode, but like women have this thing of like it's the Tiger Woods effect where. They're like, no, he wants me. Like, they're like, all of these women want him, but he wants me. And then I get, I'm. That's when I'm like, but what? Head. Like, Shaking yeah, why head. do you want him? If- and it's J Lo. I know, I know. Oh God. Yeah. So I don't even know where I'm going with this. Right. I'm basically just saying, like, why? Why do men do this? And why are women cool with and it? Why and why do I, you think we care about you, Justin Timberlake, at this point? Yeah, and it just Sorry. must be. No, it's, it's coming true. out with a movie. What? He's coming out with a movie. Shut up. Yeah. That's why he's doing this. Wait, what movie is he in the actor? Is it a documentary? It's the one, I guess, with the girl who's holding hands with. I don't know. Oh, duh. But then he's in another movie. Duh. It's some movie. (laughs) It's so airheaded. No, you're right. Like, I'm an idiot. No, I just know that he's... And there's some movie that just came out with him. Or it's about to come out. I can't remember the name of it. But it just all feels like... Do you remember that Disney movie he was in? It was like Make a Wish. No, it wasn't Make a Wish. No. Um, um, oh my gosh, I know what you're talking about. It was um, like, was it When a Date with the President's Daughter? No. No. Oh my gosh. Because he was in a Disney movie and I tried to find it years ago. And I yes. Do you remember? Um, you know who I bet knows? Your husband. Paul. Paul. <laughs> no, you know, not. I actually was just asking Paul the other day. I was like, do you remember Johnny Tsunami? And he was like, no. And I was like, no. You, I actually you, don't know Johnny Tsunami. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't think and I watched Brink? that. No. Rip Girls? Uh-uh. Yikes. No. Right. Is that Nickelodeon? No, it's a Disney Channel. Okay, wait. Hold on. This is why I don't know this. Yeah. Back in my day, <laughs> Disney Channel was 
I like we had the cheapest form of cable growing up, and my parents told us that the Disney Channel was extra cable. So we never had it. But I feel I never had extra cable. So maybe <laughs> you did they just lie? Yeah. No, because I remember going through the 100 channels or 70 or however it was. And Disney was and Disney one Disney of them. Disney was never on them. They didn't make it regular cable until I was like 10. So yeah, I had missed it all. Like age. I grew up on like like Nickelodeon. Only. Oh, I love Nickelodeon, but Disney Channel original movies, and then they had like concert series. And Britney Spears actually had a concert. Oh, it was yeah. like Disney Channel. Friday concert series and it was like um three LW or oh my gosh, oh my I gosh. Love that. and it was um like Raven Simone was in it. What was that? I'm gonna really try to get back and from my promises. Yeah, I'm gonna and and they go right up to the camera and they're like, No more, baby, I'm gonna do it right. That's great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I, I care nothing for it. Um, also, just watching that documentary was... It was, yeah, it was pretty horrifying. It was pretty, pretty yeah. sad. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Okay, so we're moving on to the participation... Can't even say it. <laughs> it's, it's, like, where are we? What time is it? Uh... If you're, yeah. Still yeah. Here, if you're still here, thank you. We're moving on to the participation trophies. The first one, I know you're not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but mm-hmm. we will discuss. Mm-mm. Taylor Swift appeared on Good Morning America on Thursday and announced that the first of her re-recordings, it's called Fearless, but Taylor version, will be dropping soon. She yeah. also made the announcement on social media where she had a long statement about how excited she is to remake the first of her six albums, yada, yada, yada. She also announced that this version of the Fearless album will include six new songs that we've never heard before. Sorry, By the way, does she like ever stop like writing music? Like no, she's like a like a wind up doll. Like, yeah. I don't know how she stops. Like if somebody this was like, yeah, I need doll. you to write, isn't it? The... Wait, I'm oh. thinking of a yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is a big doll. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, she just never stops. Like, if somebody was like, hey, Hannah, I need you to write one song, I'd be like, all right, see you in two years. Yeah. Like, it would take me forever, you know? Um, but she just keeps cranking them out. So the song Love Story had been released this past week. Okay. And it was her version singing it now, like, as a 31-year-old. Okay. And she did that because now she has the rights to it, so now she owns that song. Did it sound the same? Yeah, it was ex- the, exact, the exact same song. Um, okay, so the I'm bored. sorry, she, I, I know. Yeah, so I'm she kidding. released an Easter egg with her statement. So it's like she posted on her Instagram. She posted the photo of a photo of herself talking about how you know this new album, Fearless uh-huh. Taylor version, is coming out soon. And then she had a second photo, which was the statement, but the font was mostly lowercase and then there were only a couple random letters that were uppercase like even in the middle of the word okay which is like clear i mean she's known for leaving these easter eggs like these little messages for her fans to find out and like that's probably the most obvious thing Uh, ever like it like imagine reading text where like if you're looking at the word soon only one o is capitalized so you just go through it all and you you pick out the capitalized letters and what does that say it says april 9th so it'll come out April, April 9th. 9th. But my question is like, and I don't mean that, like, I like Taylor Swift. She's a year older than me. I've always enjoyed listening to her music for the fact that it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, when she was singing about teardrops on her guitar, like, I was 
15 Aww. and I was like, yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. whereas now when she's singing about, I forgot that you existed, I'm like, yes, yeah. girl. you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like she, I feel like, not like, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but her music sometimes will just resonate with yeah, the situation I that. that I, whatever. So, um, and she's just like clearly so talented and at writing and I have so much respect for that. Yeah. But my point is, um, Why? <laughs> why do you have to release an Easter egg? Why can't you tell everyone My it's out April 9th? April 9th. Why do we have to sit here like Because that's your creativity. That's yeah. Oh, well, you're right. you did that's it. Our creativity. Yeah, that you did no, it. I did it. Oh, I looked at an article oh. that already did it. Hannah <laughs> did it. Yeah, I'm sitting here like I have a notebook. Well, she's she's very um creative with her clues. Like every album the release date of every album somehow equals 13. Why 13? 13 is her lucky number. She was born December 13th. Oh. I was born January 13th, so I would argue that um, it's also my lucky number. But clearly I'm not leaving Easter eggs for everyone <laughs> spelling out the 13th. <laughs> what if I, I did no that idea. in my text? <laughs> I should start doing that. Only uppercase I'd for the like, things I want you to say. audio messages, please. Yeah, that's true. Uh-uh. <laughs> We both have a big sip of wine after this discussion. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Okay. Moving on. We only have two more stories. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld and other celebs are going to voice the New York City subway PSAs. Oh, my God. This is really... Okay, ready? Ready. Three, two... Stand, stand clear, clear of the closing, closing doors. doors. Oh, I missed that sound. Did I say it right? Stand, stand clear, clear of the closing, closing doors. doors. Yeah, it goes like up. It's like... Stand clear of the closing doors. But sometimes I there's like a stand, stand clear of the closing doors. See, mine's a little softer. It's like stand clear. It's of always the like doors. ding, stand yeah, clear. Yeah. <laughs> like yelling at me and getting my back. Like I just have the image of my backpack getting stuck as I'm running into the subway. Oh, you know what the worst is? Um, when it's not like an automated thing and it's the actual subway. Driver? Oh, who they driver? tell you? They tell you their whole life story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, or even they're just being. They're like, next stop, thirty fourth Street, and you're like, what? It's muffled. Wait, yeah. Because they're you oh, can't hear so, their microphone. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You can't and then, hear anything. And then none of the machines are working. It's not telling you like next yeah. stop, and so you're like, where yeah. am I? And then you don't have service, so you just have to like ask a stranger. And then you're crammed, and then you can't see anything around <laughs> you. And for me, my height, I'm like coming up to everyone's like like pits so oh, yeah. that's also exciting but I can't see where I'm going but I'm really excited about this. I know I think this is, is cool okay so the stand clear of the closing doors announcement is getting a star-studded makeover this is according to the New York Post mm. as of last week a collection of New York City's notable natives including Jerry Seinfeld and Whoopi Goldberg mm. will be voicing the MTA subways and bus announcements as part of a new initiative to breathe life into the pandemic-weary public transportation Are system. Are people taking public transportation right now in New York? But, like, like hold on. I, ha- I I guess, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I took that when I was oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I love the subway. I do, too. I love the subway. I but um, I just have to say, like, how did they get the money <laughs> for this and why did they decide to put it here? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no. the, the New York City subway system... Although is always is, broken. Is a New York, <laughs> it's a New York experience. Like, shouldn't this money go to like I don't know the trash, like yes. the trash problem? Oh, in the absolutely. City? Or the AC in the subway system during the oh summertime when it's broken. Oh, literally, you guys, when the subway, <laughs> when it's like July in the middle of the city, and 
you're sweating bullets and you're like, oh my God, I, and I had just moved to New York City in the summer last, no, this is 2019. Sorry. I just saw. What? My neighbor looking through the window. Are you kidding? Yeah. They just moved in. So it's also creepy that I'm probably looking over there, but they just had Her their name. light on and they were just staring How long were they looking? Like for the last like couple minutes and I'm like just trying to play nonchalant and I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh no. No, no, no. Backup plan. Listen next no. week. Yeah. Like, you blinds. This scares me. I can't do with neighbors. Really? Yes. I what if they know this? Well, no, I always I think yeah. the worst. Oh. If someone's staring at me through a window, oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm already calling 911 <laughs> with like, my well, left why? foot. Yeah. Yeah, like my no, foot has my foot. I my blind down too. But it's fine. It's if, you, fine. if you think it's for the best. No, but it's for the best. I'll let you look at that because I like can't a look at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, why? The money. The money. No, what? the AC. How'd they get the money for this? Oh, I was saying, okay, yeah. I moved to New York City in like like June, July 2019. Yeah. And when you're in that subway system and you're just standing there like in the thick, moist air, oh when that subway God. comes and you get like a whiff of a breeze, I don't care how gross it is. I'm standing <laughs> yes. right there to get the breeze of the train because uh. I need something to hit my body. But then when you get on the train, it's a 50-50 shot if that train has AC or not. Right. And you always, it's always like that first moment of you step onto it because you're like, oh my God, this train is empty. Yeah. And then you realize. And then you don't know and you're like, oh my God, I oh, know it's so hot. Now I, but I always <laughs> fall for it. It's I so always true. walk into it you're and like, then I'm oh, like, this car is oh empty. yeah, this mm-hmm. is great. I just magically happen to be in the right spot and then I go and I'm like, oh, it's because it's hell in here. Great. I think, do you think that Jerry Seinfeld and Whoopi Goldberg will say, stand clear of the closing doors? Or will they have their own phrase? And, like, who else do you think would be good, a New York version of that? Oh, gosh. Mm, Cardi. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so true. Where yeah. The Bronx. The Bronx. Yeah. Um, J-Lo. I, I first thought of, yeah, I thought Dapper of J-Lo. Dan. I thought of Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z would be good if he said something about, like, the New York Yeah, song. yeah. Or if you uh, just had that beat uh, that Alicia uh, Keys yeah, beat. Oh, yeah. Um, Alicia Keys? Is she from New York? I don't know, but his, New York. Yeah, she, yeah, I think she must be. Her yeah. song with yeah, Jay-Z. Song, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, he could do the Z train. Jay-Z, oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. I also the thought J of, <laughs> like, again, we're, we're complaining about money, but we're like, they need all these yeah. people. I also thought of Sarah Jessica Parker because she is a classic New Yorker who mm. who um, rides the train often, but I feel like if she had to say this, it would have she'd have to say... What's that? Line? What's her phrase? She oh says, "Oh my gosh, um, I couldn't help, help but wonder. wonder." Yes, could you stand clear of the closed yeah, doors? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Do you know what I mean? I would think of for some reason I think of you going the wrong way on the train. And oh no, like, every day of my life. Wonder, am I going the right oh, yeah. way? Like I don't every know. day of my life, I'm yeah. on the train and I realize I'm going to. Where would I always go? Well, don't know. I, like, I would always <laughs> go the opposite direction. If I was supposed to go uptown, I was definitely on the train downtown. Yep. You just get, like, so honed in. Like, I'd be like, oh, that's, okay, mm-hmm. going to this street. And then I would forget to look for the part that's uptown or downtown. Oh, my gosh. The worst is when you ended up being, like, 15 stops from where you needed to be, and it was, like, 2 in the morning, and mm-hmm. all you wanted to do was be home in be your home. bed with your pizza. pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. I miss, I miss just, like, walking home and stopping to get a slice. Nice. Exactly. Or just being able to order something at like Insomnia Cookies. Oh, I would literally yeah. order two cookies, a thing of milk, and it'd be like three. <laughs> I know because I'm five years old. And I, it would be two in the morning and it was just like my happy place. Yeah. Two or three in the morning. 
I can't get Froyo past 8 p.m. here. It's true. No, no. Jupiter shuts yeah, down yeah. at like 11. Um, okay, our last story. I feel like we've been talking for four years. I know. I've enjoyed it. I know. <laughs> okay, Andy Cohen is coming to E! Network. According to Deadline, E! will be Ooh. taking a look back at some of the most iconic moments in reality TV in a seven-part documentary series. Andy Cohen will be the host and executive producer of this series, and it's called, For Real, The Story of Reality TV. By the way, this series will also have the former Keeping Up with the Kardashians producer on the show as well, mm. and like in addition to Andy being the EP. So, so sorry, go ahead. Um, according to Deadline, the show will, re- will revisit some of the most iconic reality television moments that have shaped the world we live in today, and share the inside scoop from people... Like, from stars who were on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, The Bachelor, The Real World, The Real Housewives, and Survivor. And the show will be out in March. Wait. So, is Andy Cohen, he's still part of Bravo? So, Bravo and E! are um, under the same umbrella. Oh. I think. Like, I'm almost positive that they're under the same umbrella. Making a lot of money. Wow. I love Bravo. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they... Are they? They're both a, a product of NBC Universal. I, I knew that. Therefore, they're under the same umbrella. Wow! Oh my gosh, Andy! It's so it's gonna be so weird seeing him on a different network. I know, but this is like, it seems to be like a scripted show where he's going through. Let's say there was an episode where he would go through the most the craziest moments of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That would be a scripted show where they would pull out those clips that were ridiculous. Mm. He would discuss them, interview Kim or whoever about them, and then that's it. And it would probably all be pre-recorded and edited and whatever. So it would be different than Watch What Happens Live or any of the reunions. That's what it seems to be. I actually can't tell. It seems like there's a lot that's going to be in this show, and I'm kind of here for it. Ease is transforming a little bit, and I commend them for doing so because they kind of have to now that the Kardashians are leaving. But did you see LVP, Lisa Vanderpump, got a show on E2? Peyton and I talked about this. She got a show, and I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's about dinner parties at her house, like her throwing dinner parties. Really? Is her other show still going to be on? Vanderpump Vanderpump Rules. Because it seems like everybody's off that show. I don't know. I actually never watched that show. I I don't know. I think, didn't they... A lot of them got kicked off for racist comments. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full circle. And apologies. And <laughs> not accepted. Um, no, I did not know that, though. Wow. Yeah. Andy. <sighs> I know. I'm, I'm really excited for, like, just new content in general. I live, live for reality television. So if there was a show that showcased the best moments of it, I'm all for it. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I mean, I'm definitely a fan of Real Housewives. What's your favorite? New York City. Oh, same. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Oh. Can we say it at the same time? Okay, hold on. Let me think wait, about I it. I feel guess. like I might know who yours is. I want to guess yours. Okay, wait. Let me think about this. There's so many seasons. Well, up until recently, she was like one of my favorites. Oh, no. Then I don't know who it is. Okay, I'm just going to say who I originally okay, thought it was. Okay, thought it's already. One, two, two three. Dorinda. Ah! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Dorinda. I do. I, what are you doing here without yeah. Dorinda? Y'all can all go home if you can't make it nice. <laughs> um, I did like Dorinda. I did like Dorinda until like this past season. I think she was hurting. Did you watch She it? was hurting. She, she, was, was, she, was, she was a little brutal. Yeah, she was yeah. very brutal. Um, um, I do think, she, I, I, I thought the same thing. Like she was going through yeah. something. Sonia, I loved in the beginning because she was just like 
Bye. And then she kind of went a little delusional. <laughs> no, she's Paul loves Sonia. Oops, Paul watches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good man. Yeah. By the way, a man who will watch your trash TV with you and oh, won't judge you. That is that's a good, a good yeah. like I need that in my life. Is yours Bethany? Bethany. I Except know. I also love Sonia. Yeah. So my favorite of all time housewife of New York is Bethany. Yeah. I loved Bethany in the beginning. I just, Bethany has such an innate ability to say exactly how mm-hmm. she feels without... Yeah doing what I'm doing right now, which is like stopping, stuttering, thinking too much. Like she just yeah. runs with it. She's and witty. You, she's really quick, really mm-hmm. witty. And if you piece together everything she said, I'm like, how did you just do that? Yeah. When she went off on Luann in, in Miami. Oh, like it's actually not a cabaret. Yeah. yeah. It's actually <laughs> not a cabaret. And she's sitting there screaming at her and she's like, look at you. What are you even talking yeah, about? Yeah. This, the world is not about you. Yeah. She's like, I saved your life. Well, yeah. All this stuff. Um, she goes on this huge just like train and yeah. she says everything so perfectly if um, you write a script of what she said it would sound like it was scripted it was pre-written it was so perfect but, so her ability I absolutely adore and she's a little harsh and she's a little crazy but like I think at the end of the day she could be mayor of New York yeah I agree. <laughs> like she gets it done but do you know who is running for mayor of New York no the other um she was on Housewives the builder yes What's your name? Barb. Barb. Barb the Builder. <laughs> I was going to say Cindy. I, like, I don't know why. Barb yeah. the Builder. Yeah. She's she's running. Well, from what I read. I read a I don't line. remember what yeah. her role was on the show, but Not I don't much. I don't It was Luann's friend. It wasn't that Luann's that great. another story for me, but. Luann is the worst. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We could talk about housewives forever. Well, Pernu, thank you so much thank for you. joining our episode of Backup Plan. Um, you can follow Pernu at, what's your Instagram handle? Um, Pernu, P-R-A-N-O-O. Underscore? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, underscore. K. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can also follow Backup Plan at the Backup Plan Show. If you're listening on the podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts, feel free to check out our YouTube and subscribe there because this episode will be on YouTube. Or if you're on YouTube, feel free to go over to the podcast app. I I, I say podcast app, but it's like Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Stitcher. Uh, like a, a podcast app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm like, Purdue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, okay? Just, <laughs> you're just like naming off social media handles. Okay. MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope everyone has a great Monday. Peyton and I always say Hagum. Hagum? Hagum for Have a Good Monday. Oh, Hagum. Hagum. Thanks Cheers. for having me. Hagum. Bye. Bye.